1: Tune in for free on Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts.
0: Whether you're driving to work or doing laundry, Crime on Tap will be sure to fulfill your true crime fix each week.
1: And now, buckle up for this week's episode. Listen and enjoy.
0: piercing
1: let me tell you what <laughs> i re-listened to that and it was ear piercing if you guys didn't get that reference go back to the last episode megan destroyed my inner ear ear workings <laughs> 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 with her um uh, her can opening sound she wanted the authentic noise
0: oh it was authentic all right
1: yeah it was <laughs> welcome back everybody to another episode of crime on tap i'm sean joined by my co-host
0: megan
1: <laughs> and we are back at you again with another episode of crime on tap um on this week's episode megan we are bring him back i don't know if you saw but i named the last episode ranting about mlms and pyramid schemes and we are doing just that again today
0: (laughs) another heated session
1: Mm -hmm. i mean honest well honestly in our last session (laughs) it's like a therapy session (laughs) yeah (laughs) in our last session um we honestly ran out of time so we had a lot more stuff to talk about but we weren't going to hold you guys down for two hours um, mm-hmm. on one episode, so we're kind of making a part two of it today.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and so you're going to hear some stuff that we talked about last week, so if it, it sounds like it doesn't quite make sense because it's last week, that make, that's why.
1: Be sure to follow us there over there on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. We're not posting yet. We're just a little hiatus on the social media right now, so we'll get to
0: it when we can, but we appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are like those celebrities. Celebrities are like, I'm taking a break from social media. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's ruining my health.
1: I know. It's like too much support. We can't handle it. Yeah. We have to step back. <laughs> um, but be sure to listen to us on all the listening platforms. Spotify, Apple, the other ones. Mm-hmm. You guys know... Um, which ones to listen to and we just don't know them all so we appreciate if you're listening on to the ones we don't know
0: (laughs) well it's because we use anchor and anchor does it for us
1: hold on i'm gonna check live time if we have any new sponsors hold on (laughs) let me check
0: okay this is live people live and we don't we
1: have anchor again this week (laughs) we're on episode 21 and we have the same sponsor every single week (laughs) It's sad, but at least we can laugh it off.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> at least our mom's heads are not in the stockpot. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> I guess you guys can just suffer through it, knowing that.
0: hmm <laughs> Be like, oh, at least their moms are okay.
1: <laughs> um, but also, just another fair warning to everybody, if there's any audio issues, if there's any crackling, um, just know I'm having a lot of electronic issues over here. <laughs>
0: He's on his second computer already. Second
1: computer. My third computer doesn't accept our our software that we do to record the episode. So really it's all or nothing with this one computer I got. Um, (laughs) My AirPods have only been charged for ten minutes, so boy, we are really riding the striker bus over here.
0: <laughs> well, I'm ancient, so I have wires on my
1: headphones. <laughs> well, you know what? A a wired connection is the most reliable. I'm. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. how you feel. <laughs> so, in the midst of all my electronic issues. And um, everything that I got to do later on today. I'm here with another shot of vodka at 11 (laughs) a.m. because it's just one of those damn days. So I have a shot of vodka today, Megan, followed by a Bud Light iced tea. So just wash it down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) using more alcohol to wash down the alcohol.
1: Mm -hmm. So what are are you drinking?
0: Um, So I have coffee (laughs) because I got to meet my uncle and I don't want to show up and be like, (sighs) breathing. (sighs) breathing alcohol on him at you know 1 p.m
1: so. <laughs> well i guess that's um that's mature of you mm-hmm.
0: but last night at the salon we had self-care and you can't see mm-hmm. but i chopped well yes. you yes. can see but i mm-hmm. chopped my hair
1: Polypocket pocket
0: yeah, I don't know why it look like a Polly Pocket, but I, I guess I look like a Polly Pocket.
1: Um, I don't know why, but like whenever a girl gets a, like goes from long hair to short hair, I just think if she's like like a doll, like you just swap out the hair real quick. I don't know.
0: Like so a Polly
1: Pocket. <laughs>
0: like wop in the Megan these oh yes. part where she's like. Make him or swap my wigs. Make him feel like he's cheeked in. Yes,
1: I, mean. I love that line. <laughs> that's my favorite line. That's why. I mean. <laughs> All right, so, let me take my shot.
0: Oh yeah, wait, I haven't finished. And so oh, then, no, at the salon, that's drank last night because during self care, we we have some some drinks, which is funny because then we're cutting hair.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. But so I had Wild Basin, which is like a seltzer. It was Habanero Pina Colada.
1: Oh my god. I thought you guys were talking about, like, you about Bud Lights. Like, yeah, in Vermont, like, you bring in Bud Lights and, like, cocktails or something. You got, like, a full-on crafted drink here.
0: Yeah. Well, they actually, because at the liquor store, they were out of Trulies and White Claw. So. Oh. <laughs> um, that's usually what we get. And, yeah. And a lot of the ladies like Corona, so we got Corona. I don't, I'm, I don't care about Corona, really. No fanfare. Sean just took it. <laughs> Ooh. It never gets easier
1: oh my god okay
0: and then you just snap back
1: that's That fuck me up Uh-oh. I did have a comment oh corona what are y'all trying to be quirky and
0: getting coronas I don't care for corona I'll drink it if it's the only thing there yeah. but I don't know, some of the girls that corona is the only thing they drink so. mm-hmm. and, we, and we got the corona premiere so it only has 90 calories
1: so. oh like a skinny one yeah, like a skinny
0: Corona. <laughs> oh,
1: that maybe that we'll talk about that later on.
0: <laughs> oh, being skinny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Skinny life.
1: Um, also, I got my hair cut yesterday. I don't know if you can tell, but this cost thirty-one dollars, and I'm not really a fan, so I'm wearing a hat. <laughs>
0: well, I feel like just because I work at a salon, I see these things. I feel like they did not. F- did you want to fade? Okay cuz the yes it, the fade doesn't really seem to be happening.
1: Okay, this is what I told her. Mind you, I went to a supercut so I got what I paid for.
0: Okay, that's what <laughs> I okay, now now it's coming together. <laughs> I said
1: a number 1 on the sides. Like I meant mm-hmm. I definitely said like up to here, like number 1, and then to just like fade it like a 2 and a 3. And then I like the top a little longer. Mm-hmm. She definitely did a number one. And then just like, you know, to the scissors. And like from the mirror, I couldn't really, you know, I couldn't really t- see it. And she was so nice. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: she was the only one with plants on her stands. And I was asking about her plants. And she was like, yeah, it's like a money tree. <laughs> it brings me luck. <laughs> so I felt bad. And I like give her a good tip. And then I get to the car and I'm like, this looks like shit.
0: <laughs> the tree did not give her luck that day.
1: Well, it did because she got the money out of me.
0: Well, that's true. <laughs> I, guess, I guess she was lucky.
1: Yeah. And she's like, well, this plant brings me luck and then this one brings me money. And I was like, she is amazing. I love her attitude. She's bringing these house plants into the, into the workforce and trying to get money out of people. <laughs> and it worked well, mm-hmm. well i mean it
0: doesn't look bad it just looks like that
1: yeah it just looks unfinished
0: right okay yeah that's what i would, like you wanted yeah. a fade but like it didn't quite yeah i literally i yeah. i
1: verbally expressed that <laughs> <laughs> okay but enough about me i'm a little <laughs> fucked up with that shot i just took <laughs> i'm gonna get right into the podcast
0: couple but I have to decide on this one to talk about because I already teased it about Britney's mom. So as of 2020 I believe, Lynn Spears is a consultant of Roden and Fields dermatologists. <gasps> um and I'm thinking you have all of Britney's money, why mm-hmm. do you need to do an MLM?
1: <laughs> yeah, like you're on her payroll.
0: Yes. She said that her best friend got her on board. So I'm like, oh, her best friend's manipulative, then, I guess.
1: Wow. Seriously? She must have got a huge bonus for getting Lynn Spears.
0: I know. <laughs> her downline,
1: man. Lynn Spears is the Scientology of Ronan and Fields. <laughs> She's like the Tom Cruise.
0: Oh, That's oh, I see. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay, Len Spears is the Tom Cruise of Rowan and Fields. <laughs>
0: okay, okay, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> okay, it's Katie Rowan and <laughs> Kathy Fields. Okay. So as of 2020, they are $600 million in debt. So they are definitely <sighs> not a top grossing MLM.
1: Is Rowan and Fields, is it proactive?
0: It's kind of like that. It's like the anti-aging cream, acne cream. Okay. Um, it's got like some makeups which we're going to talk about in one of their lawsuits. So really the only thing about Lynn Spears is that she's a consultant. I thought that was crazy. So they did get a warning from the federal trade commission because they were making misleading earning claims on social media tied to the coronavirus. So a bunch of their like consultants were saying, and these are some quotes, "Rodin Fields is always open for business. Even during quarantine, I've been working from home for over three years now and still making money when people aren't another. I know what a bitch, right? Another one wrote, during an uncertain time like this, one thing I'm grateful for is the residual income from my home-based business. If you want to make an extra 200, 500, or 1,000, message me. Oh, a month. (laughs) Message me. It's a scam.
1: Don't do it.
0: Well, and that's why the Federal Trade Commission was like, you cannot associate this false claims with the ongoing pandemic. (laughs) Like, that is so (laughs) fucked. (laughs) Yes. They pretty much just sent them a letter that said, you must be truthful and non-misleading to avoid being deceptive. And that was really it. But another thing like with Unique, I'm sure they were told by their higher ups to say things like that, to promote.
1: Exactly. To get people to sign up. It's enticing. You know, you see these people on these extravagant vacations and these on these cruises and at these company conventions. And it's just so appealing to make it seem like everybody's successful, but everybody's in debt. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Rodin Fields is six hundred million dollars in debt as of twenty twenty. Exactly.
1: Right. Yeah. The marketing is genius.
0: Mm -hmm. and it's sad because vulnerable people are going to be falling for these things you know yeah Ronan Fields I feel like they aren't as egregious as the first two we talked about but they did have another issue they had a lawsuit in 2018 in U.S. District Court in Oakland State that they had in their lash boost serum (laughs) that they had one of the chemicals that they used That they didn't disclose has serious effects, including changes in iris color, eyelid drooping, itchy eyes, eye and eyelid discoloration, thinning and loss of eyelashes or eyelash hair, eye sensitivity, eye infections, and vision impairment. And so the chemical is called isoprol coloprosanatate. <clears throat> okay. I-S-O-P-R-O-P-Y-L space C-L-O-P-R-O-S-T-E-N-A-T-E. <laughs> so it's a, called a yeah. pro glandins, which are used to treat glaucoma um, yep. and play a key role in the generation of the body's inflammatory response so essentially mm-hmm. to help treat glaucoma it makes you inflamed it makes your skin irritated and inflamed and they put this yep. in their lash boost serum and did not disclose it in their ingredients so it was another thing where they didn't get too much in trouble it was just like you have to disclose hee hee mm-hmm. slap on the wrist Exactly. I don't know who in the courts loves MLMs, but they get away with some shit they really shouldn't. So that's all I had on Rodin and Fields, just a little short thing.
1: Okay, so Rodin and Fields.
0: Mm -hmm. And Spears.
1: (laughs) I think that's the most shocking thing of it all.
0: Mm -hmm. I guess it shows anyone can fall for an MLM.
1: It's so (laughs) crazy. I know. You see these people you went to school with who were running these MLMs, and it's like, ooh. (laughs) Seriously, I don't think I could ever fall for it.
0: I don't think so either. Well, I always go by the rule of, if it sounds too good to be true, it's too good to be true. (laughs) Yeah.
1: When they tell you you can make $10,000 a month, put a negative sign in front of that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) By scrolling through through (laughs) your phone with the cabana boy giving you pina coladas in Bali or some shit.
1: (laughs) Yes. And that's what I'm saying. That's a small fraction of people who actually get to the top. The ones who get to the top of the pyramid (laughs) have been in it for a long time.
0: Mm -hmm. or they're the ceo when they started it
1: exactly or it's their family Mm -hmm. which gets me into my next mlm um it's something that's very dear to my heart as an an everyday thrifter who has made (laughs) a living off thrifting my final one megan can you guess which one i'm going to talk about
0: Oh my gosh, I do. Is it LuLaRoe?
1: <gasps> it's LuLaRoe. Not to be confused with Lululemon. Oh, very it's different. A,
0: very different.
1: <laughs> very different. The quality is very different. The price point is very different. We were talking about LuLaRoe. So bringing back to my point of a family-oriented business, LuLaRoe is a family-ran company where... Many, many, many of the uppers in the company are family. So the chief marketing officer is family. The chief operating is family. The CEO is family. They're all family with very little experience in running a business of this size. And as I get into it, we'll see why uh, Lulu Row is not really in business anymore. (laughs) 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 So back in 2012, a lady by the name of Miss Deanne Stidham, which she has a, again, a history in her family in which they're very proud of their genealogy past. Um, They have some Utah Marvin history (laughs) where... (laughs) They are considered like royalty. I don't want to say it. I'm thinking it's the Mormons, but it might be a different religion, but they have some kind of royalty over there in Utah. So really this white woman starting this business, becoming this successful is not really shocking when she has a lot of power in her family already. So she's promoting this business. as like a woman empowerment kind of thing. And it's like, you really didn't have to work that hard to make this business come successful. Mm -hmm. But anyways, She started this company back in 2012 when she made a maxi skirt. She created it herself and she started selling them. And she was promoting them on Instagram. And back in 2012 was when Instagram was just up and coming. Um, Mm -hmm. And not only on Instagram, she also was selling them on Facebook, which is where a lot of MLMs thrive these days. Mm
0: -hmm. We know this. Um, Mm -hmm. Facebook. Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. But if you don't know what Lulubro is, it's basically a very interesting geometric Aztec vibrant colorful animal printed leggings they're claiming the fame is their buttery soft leggings that are size inclusive that are for the marketed towards the everyday working mom mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, we are going back to the working moms don't have time to put on jeans to go into the school bus pickup line to pick up their kids. So they got to put on their Lulu row leggings and run out the door.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are you the marketing team?
1: I actually read about it. Oh, (laughs) My take on Lulu row is that it's a never-ending scam. So let me just give you guys a little bit of a synopsis of how Lulu row works. So row is basically, you can't just go to the row website and just buy the product. You have to buy it through a distributor. I'm not sure with like rodent and Fields. Like I'm probably, I'm guessing you can go right to their website and just buy the product,
0: right? Yes. Yes, they do have that. Yeah. But they also yeah. have like the consultants that do the parties and yeah, you know, all that, all that typical jazz
1: so with lulu row you could only buy the product through distributors Which would encourage buyers to work with their sellers, to work with their boss babes, to get the (laughs) products that they wanted. These distributors would start by getting a starter pack. Now, these starter packs would come with over 200 pieces of clothing. Now, it was a mixture of leggings, tank tops, cardigans, all the like. That was all made out of their signature buttery soft Now, these starter packs are not cheap. The most basic plan averages around Mm $5,500 and you're getting all this inventory and you don't know what you're buying. You don't get to select the prints that you want. You don't get to select the certain kind of crop. Um, leggings that you want when you order these starter packs you're getting whatever the factory is producing that day and that's the prints those are the prints that you're getting and let me put it into perspective you <laughs> get these starter packs and say you get 250 pieces most of the pieces that you're going to get will not sell you will only sell maybe 50 to 75 pieces out of the 250 that you purchased. So you are forced to then buy more. Mm -hmm. And again, you don't get to select the products that you're going to get. Distributors, these mentors, these coaches are all getting products blindly they don't know what they're going to get until they open that box every month they can be getting new products and if you're not getting new products every month you are not selling because nobody wants that old shit nobody wants that old print that's not selling anymore so that's why you see all these lulu row consultants distributors having dining rooms filled with inventory because nobody wants the old prints they want that new new shit that's coming out
0: and some of the prints are in colors are butt ass ugly I've got to right? say, I've seen some ugly ass shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's like most of these distributors are selling the best pieces that they got and they sit on the rest of it. And it basically will never sell. As we see in the long term, those other pieces will never sell. And it's like they've already invested in those pieces. They invested all this money in these pieces, but they can't sell them. So what are they do they got to do? They got to keep buying more so they can sell more pieces, the best of the best, so they can afford... <laughs> Their lifestyle to pay off their product that's just sitting in their dining room.
0: And then when they eventually get sick of it, they donate Mm -hmm. them to thrift shops, and then that's where you come in.
1: That's where I come in. So I'm scrolling through the racks, and I see Lulu Row, and I fucking gasp every time because I'm like, that poor woman who bought this item and then was like, I don't want this anymore. And donated it and now is trying to get me to buy it. <laughs> no thanks.
0: <laughs> There's even, I've even been to a couple of thrift stores where they're like, we are no longer accepting Lularo, we have too much and stuff like that. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Have you seen that? Yes.
1: Well, so you go on to, so the Salvation Army. I don't know if you've ever been to one of those thrift stores, mm-hmm. but they also have an online platform where they sell their best of the best products, where it's a selected, hand curated assortment of items that they sell online at auction. And in my local area, they probably had over fucking two to three hundred Lulu Row pieces up oh. for auction. Starting, the starting price was over $25 an item. And they would keep running the auction over and over and over again.
0: You just can't get rid of it.
1: <laughs> so basically, the breakdown of Lulu Row is. You become a consultant, you invest in all of this inventory. You got to buy the inventory up front. So mm-hmm. you're investing $5,500 into the starter plan, um, and then you sell the pieces. But the top people in this company, again, do not make money selling the product. They make money on recruiting people. And now Lulu Ro is one of the most famous ones for their pyramid scheme breakdown. So the plan is, Megan, say that you are you're just starting out. You recruit somebody to be on your team.
0: <laughs> oh, a part of my team.
1: So you you start your team. Let's call it team team Megan Ashley Lulu mm-hmm. And you recruit <laughs> me to be on your team. And let's say I purchase a starter pack for $5,500. You get 5% of that purchase that I made. And every time I make a purchase, every time I make a wholesale order, you get 5% of that order. Insane. Again, I am going to keep buying and buying and buying these products because I can only sell the best of the best I get. And I don't know what I'm going to get every month. So I'm going to sit on this product. So I got to keep buying in order to keep up with the sales In order to keep up with this business, I got to keep buying. And if I keep buying, then you're going to keep making money. So the only way to make real money here is if, oh, I got to recruit people so then I can start making that 5% commission on everybody. If you recruit somebody, you're a sponsor for life. (laughs) <laughs>
0: For life, you can't get out?
1: <laughs> For life, basically. The other thing is, the people who thrive in this business, they run in teams. You know the team levels. There's different tiers of the team. Mm-hmm. You're in the downline. Then you could eventually, when somebody leaves, you get promoted into the next position. And then if you get to the next position, you're making more money on the people that are below you. It's the most obvious pyramid scheme in the fucking MLM community. It's insane.
0: <laughs> the shape it makes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the shape it makes. So once you're in the team, there's different levels. So say, Megan, you recruited three people. That's your primary level. 5% commission you're making. Now let's say in your team, those three people that you recruited, they recruited more people. Those people are not your primary teammates. They're your secondary. They're on the secondary level. On the if they recruit more people, if they buy more things, you're making 3% on those people. You're making another 3%. But you only make that 5%, Megan, if you buy 175 pieces for the month for yourself personally that you're going to sell so you can't just sit at the top and just sit there and be like the queen bee and be like "Mm, all my minions and peasants are all doing all the buying and selling you have to be doing it yourself or else you don't get that five percent commission insane so it doesn't stop there so within your your team has to be purchasing a certain order level of product every month in order to be reaching the team bonuses So your team of like, say, five to ten people have to be all in unison buying over 1,750 pieces a month in order to be making a certain commission on those pieces. It's a never-ending scam, and it is why these people have... Living rooms and dining rooms full of product that they are begging people to get rid of.
0: <laughs> because the only way that they can make money is if they're spending it and buying. So it's yeah, yeah
1: it's, it's that's the thing. People only want certain prints. People only want the new spring collection line. But in that spring collection, when you're a wholesaler and you're buying it. You might get fucking shit that's two years old that nobody wants anymore, but you call up Lulu Luluro and you're like, well, I want to return it. I want to get some new stuff. And they say, no, there's no returns. You need yeah. to just sell the product. You're not a boss, babe, if you don't work harder to sell this. Lulu Luluro has had their own scandals in the past.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: they went through a manufacturer issue where they claimed that their products were sitting for too long out on the loading docks wholesalers and distributors were receiving their orders in their boxes and saying that the products were moldy <laughs> they oh were God. arriving with a stench to them and they were already kind of having a uh, mold on them where then distributors would reach out to Row and say hey you sent me defective products i want a refund and Row was saying you ain't getting a refund <laughs> they're saying sell the product
0: <laughs> moldy
1: You moldy product they're saying to sell it and then from this there were so many complaints there were so many lawsuits that they began having this return policy saying if you don't want to sell our product anymore you can give it all back to us and we'll give you a full refund because at this point in time, most of these people had so much inventory that they were just liquidating their shit off and trying to get out of the business. And it was a bad look for Lulu Row. And it was bad for Lulu Row because all these people are getting these items for one to $3 an item just because these people are so upset and wanting to get out of the business that they were willing to give a full refund for their product so they can then <laughs> send it to other distributors to try to sell. Oh my
0: God. Well, <laughs> cool. And I'm just thinking about, like, with the, you have to buy this many items. I mean, they were probably pumping out garbage. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing there were some prints that they still had, like, the barcode from the fabric on them <laughs> and the the ass, the ass of the yeah. actual pants, was like asses, chaps put them on and they'd rip and so they even tried to send out a instruction, like directions on how to put on your leggings so they don't rip. And people are like, how about you just make them so they don't rip?
1: Yeah. So in the beginning, <laughs> that was one of their other scandals. Like in the beginning, their product is really good, but then they started cheapening their materials and their suppliers. The product started getting really uh, shitty. People were complaining that the quality of the product was not the same as it used to be and they were comparing it to like wedding toilet paper that's how what the product was becoming like if you put a piece of toilet paper underwater it disintegrates <laughs> so they were saying sometimes the products would be falling apart within a few hours of wearing them
0: mm-hmm. so yeah and that's where you get the assless chaps
1: <laughs> as you can imagine there was lawsuits with that as well so sad that all these women who got stuck and conned into this terrible MLM. It's so sad because you're sitting on all this product that nobody wants and you're forced mm-hmm. to buy more product in order to pay for the product you already got. So, I don't I don't remember the year it was, but there was again a lawsuit where um there was allegations of them operating under a pyramid scheme which pretty clearly they were operating as a pyramid scheme Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) and
1: they paid a 4.75 million dollar settlement for the allegations basically claiming that yes they were running a pyramid scheme yeah don't tell anyone don't yeah don't tell anyone and basically their bonus program where women there were some women who were making great money off this bonus program the five percent or whatever they changed the bonus structure into a different way of evaluating your sales every month and women were seeing they were making five thousand a month on their bonus to making only a thousand dollars a month so the company was seeing a steady decrease in consultants every month they were seeing people leave the company they were experiencing over 250 million dollars less in revenue year after year ultimately the company has just gone to shit they're Main hub out in California, their main factory where the clothes were distributed from shut down. Everybody lost jobs out there, so basically, the company is over.
0: But don't worry, there's anymore. plenty of Lulu Road to be found out there. Trust me, you look and there's there's just going to mm-hmm. be a folding pair of leggings following you down the street. <laughs> yeah,
1: and honestly, you go anywhere and you can recognize a pair of Lulu Road leggings, and it's just like, ooh, basically, uh, that's all I have on Lulu Road.
0: I did want to add one thing because you had mentioned Tijuana earlier and mm-hmm. there is a little part of Tijuana in the upper levels of LuLaRoe. They <laughs> would have, you know, how they were like, oh, we're one big family. So like the owner, she had like her her posse, her gal pals who were like, they were part of this big women empowerment group. They go out to dinner. You know, they were her top sellers and she herself and like her daughters and she convinced a bunch of these other women in the group chat they called the Tijuana Skinnies for them all to get bariatric surgery in Tijuana and she was pushing for it. And it was this very like competitive kind of spirit with them where like, they all had to be beautiful and skinny for LuLaRoe to sell Lularo. They had to be yep. the certain way, which is the exact opposite of what they were trying to show. And so this one woman mm-hmm. who was in the group chat, the Tijuana skinnies who was a heftier woman, I can say I'm hefty. So I'm allowed to say it. And she was like, I, this, sounds scary like i don't want to go to mexico to get a surgery and so yeah. she lost all of her friends and her she felt like her life was over and she was crushed yeah. and so there was a conspiracy that she was getting money from the pe from the women she was sending to the tijuana clinic to get bariatric surgery
1: okay did I you did. hear about that i did read about that
0: the tijuana
1: skinnies <laughs> yeah and she was getting reimbursed by the medical practitioners for like bringing the women there,
0: so it wasn't a conspiracy.
1: It was true.
0: Oh my, oh my! I
1: did read about that. Oh my god, I didn't. I didn't read that it was the Tijuana Skinnies, though. Even that's though pretty iconic.
0: I know. I mean, I, <laughs> can we rename our group chat the Tijuana Skinnies? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then rename. Ourselves different LuLaRoe patterns because they have like women's <laughs> names, you know, for the patterns and stuff.
1: Well, interesting fact, fast fact: mm-hmm. um, most of the names are like the daughters of the family.
0: Oh, so they're like real names? Oh, my God, yeah.
1: So they're like family names,
0: like Cassie skirts or like the pencil.
1: Yes, skirt. the Cassies.
0: Yeah. Oh. You yes. get a
1: certain amount in your starter pack. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm starting off heavy again. Sorry, y'all. Um, oh my God,
1: is there any like trigger warnings? We oh yeah,
0: I, I would say trigger for sexual assault again. We're going to be talking about Cutco knives. <gasps>
1: <gasps> All right, I got some opinions on Cutco. So you like do? See. Oh yeah, of course. It's a thrifter's dream.
0: Real, see, here's the thing. I've always wondered like how valuable are these items outside of the consultant selling them?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are they valuable? Okay,
1: forty dollars, fifty dollars, sixty dollars. Okay, so I stand by what I said. In <laughs> this is live time. I'm looking on eBay. Cutco still sells for pretty good money.
0: <laughs> wow, I, I mean, they're still going. I I feel like it's harder to sell shit in an MLM than it is to just buy it normally, like a person. I, Cutco is part of Vector Marketing, and Vector Marketing has <gasps>
1: what? Oh my god, Vector. Continue. I just gasped. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the connection.
0: Yes. Okay, so Victor marketing sells Cutco knives. They're part of that. Okay. And they are pretty shady in that they really go towards college kids because you have to be over 18 mm-hmm. and they specifically go to colleges and like set up booths and are poaching these young kids that are looking for extra cash. They don't know how the world works really and how scamming works and that you can't trust people. And <laughs> so they're like little soft kittens that you can herd towards Cutco knives and be like, oh, you you want party money, like this is super easy, you can go to school, meet new mm-hmm. people, all of this stuff. And, um, and then
1: also make some money on the side.
0: Right, exactly. And so it's like yeah. very manipulative, targeted marketing towards them. Kind of going into that, a lot of the salespeople are young, naive people. Mm-hmm. And so one of Cutco's strategies is still door to door, like an old vacuum salesman <laughs> going door to door. Like people don't do that anymore. Yeah because that they use social media now but they still do door to door at this point point. and i'm thinking if someone came to my apartment knocked on the door and said hey you want to buy some knives I'd be like, Go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> no it's so true like okay let me ask you a question do they still do it today
0: as far as i know yeah i'm about to talk about was in 2014
1: oh you're making me nervous
0: <laughs> but as far and, as I know they still do.
1: Wow, honestly, like nobody goes door to door anymore.
0: No, because it's not safe as well. See right. Here. So, a huge reason why people don't go door to door anymore is because you never know who's on the other side of the door. Yeah. And so, it's just not safe anymore. It's not like the 50s where everyone's your neighborhood pal and <laughs> you know, kids are playing in the in the neighborhood and shit like that. Like that shit doesn't happen
1: anymore. Let me just disagree a little bit. Okay. Because... Shit still happened back in the day, you know? Like, shit was still going on. There were still people murdering each other. I hear that. I'm like, well, stuff was still going on back in the day. People were just more bolder and braver in that day and age, you know? Like, they didn't have, like, social media and stuff to, like, to not have to go door. Like, I don't have to go door-to-door to 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 sell my product. I can do it online. I don't have to Mm -hmm. go to their face. But, like, back in the day, that's what they had to do because they didn't have the internet or anything to sell. So, I feel like there was still stuff going on, but people just took the damn risk. <laughs> yeah, no. Know?
0: You know, I I agree with that. I agree with that because it's not like mm-hmm. you're totally right. It's not like the golden age of, you know, nothing happened. People were still assaulted yeah. and you know serial killers and whatever.
1: <laughs> right? It's just safer nowadays cuz like you can hustle online. You don't even have mm-hmm. to hustle and face to face anymore. But like back in the day, like that's what they had to do. That's just my opinion. You on Karma tab. <laughs> <laughs> <Crom-on-tab- laughs> but that's what I love like we can agree to disagree.
0: Well, I mean, I, I agree to an extent, but I do feel like maybe now we're just less trusting as a society, I'd say. Maybe yes. that's more what it is. We're less trusting.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it's because instead of, like, the guy riding on the horse delivering the newspaper, like, everybody can know what's going on, mm-hmm. you
0: know? Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean, we just have more knowledge. and
1: Yeah, but yeah. I agree. Like, now at this time, this day and age, like, we just don't do that door-to-door shit anymore.
0: Right, right. So that combined with the young salespeople, It's just a recipe for disaster. (laughs) Um, And they supposedly they get three days of training, which is how to sell the knives, how the system works, and that's pretty much it. They don't do any training of, like, if you're in this situation going door-to-door, what do you do? Survival tactics or anything like that. They don't do any of that stuff.
1: Which should be a a day at least training.
0: mm -hmm. If you're putting these people at risk by having them go to strangers' houses.
1: Mm -hmm. At least you're not selling keychains like Napoleon Dynamite. You're selling knives. You can at least defend yourself
0: i know they just (laughs) grab your knife and stab you
1: Yeah, at least you can have something to like defend herself with if something did yeah. happen.
0: Here's like one of the major things that happened. So in Salt Lake City, there she was an 18 year old saleswoman. She was doing door to door sales. She had only been working there, working with Cutco for a week. So she knocks on this guy's. Wait, door. do you know what year?
1: What year was this? Did you say that?
0: 2014. Okay.
1: 2014. Wow. So this is recent.
0: Yeah. I mean, 2014 is still too too modern to be doing door to door shit. Like <laughs>
1: social media was pretty. Big at that at that point in time you know right girl there's so many other options why are you selling
0: knives knife to door <laughs> well she won that drinking money for college
1: <laughs> okay continue
0: so this 27 year old man opens the door to his home and he offers her a drink and she's like oh no thanks i i feel kind of weird about it but then he kind of pressed her and she felt like well i don't want to be rude yeah and this is she's where like, training would have come in mm-hmm. where you could just be like no thanks you know what? i'm all safe and leave
1: well honestly i feel like that's common sense
0: (laughs) okay well (laughs) unfortunately
1: (laughs) but honestly like she probably needed the money and she was like if i just have a drink and he buys a knife then what's the big deal you
0: Mm -hmm. know right and so then of course she wakes up because he drugged her and he's (gasps) trigger warning in the middle of sexually assaulting her okay like
1: hold up like did he have these drugs prepared or like was he waiting for this exact moment to happen?
0: Well, okay. That's true. I mean, the article I feel like doesn't delve into things that much, <laughs> like <laughs> that detailed. But I'm just thinking he's probably a, a full time predator and he's got this shit on freaking tab.
1: Mm-hmm. And- you know what? He was probably a sexual predator and she should have done her research, you know, looked up the database and saw where he lived. Uh, that should be training. I agree. Yes. That should be some training, like how to look up sexual predators' homes because that's all public information information
0: i am so good at that i gotta tell
1: you i do it just for fun sometimes like who's around me
0: oh my god i do too it's like okay who's the closest registered sex offender to my apartment (laughs) so yeah it's all public information that's so huge if you know what neighborhood you're going to look up and see okay Mm -hmm. where not to go that's totally true we're
1: giving cut code training to their future employees (laughs) yes you're welcome we're not even getting paid for this we're getting paid pennies by anchor <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she luckily comes to and it tries to escape you know kicking punching scratching anything she can do and yeah and she said i'd rather die than have you do this to me and oh. so Cissy's so been going go
1: through some shit
0: i know and so i don't know if that like shocked him that, he w- that she woke up she was able to get away and yeah. ran to the bathroom she was naked god bless her her i mean i'd say at this point she's got pretty good survival skills she climbed through the bathroom and ran to the neighbors Mm -hmm. to a neighbor's house thank god that neighbor was good i just gotta say (laughs) what if it's like oh yeah he's my cousin or something
1: like the whole street is just the family yes and they're in on it yeah
0: luckily the neighbor was a good person and gave her clothes and a blanket and called the police for her so the police come take her statement and everything mm-hmm. and she ends up suing cutco not the wow. perpetrator mm-hmm. um I mean, he he of course goes to jail gets it because i mean it's very clear who it was and yeah you know, the person, the neighbor saw her, you know, coming. <laughs> but the interesting part is that she sued Cutco for not giving her proper training. Wow. And of course there was a settlement because that's what MLMs do. They don't take any responsibility. They just settle with money.
1: Yeah.
0: But I thought that was really interesting that she decided to go that route. Hmm.
1: Okay. What's your opinion? Would you sue Cutco?
0: I don't know if I would sue them. I feel like I would definitely take to social media.
1: The newspapers? The
0: newspapers and... And like get some attention yeah. around it and kind of have mm-hmm. the media and stuff, you know, take down their reputation. Alrighty, and- so
1: guys, I'm ready for my segment. I'm ready for my session. But before I start, I gotta take another shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I wish I was you right now.
1: Alright, so don't watch me because I'm a little embarrassed. Oh
0: no, turn I'm your- staring. Oh, turn your head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you looked. I know, I did on purpose.
1: God, it never gets easier.
0: <laughs> I could like hear it in your throat, like <clears> throat> burning you.
1: It's sitting there still. Uh, okay. So back to the podcast. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: All right. So my next MLM rant is on Beachbody. <gasps> so I might be dating myself, but Beachbody has been around for. Many, many years. Megan, now I know you have heard of the iconic P90X, um, (laughs) Insanity, and I forget who the instructor's name was, but his name was Sean. I remember that. Oh, really? Well, his name was Sean T. Does that ring a bell?
0: Sean T. No, it doesn't, but it it sounds so correct, though. Like, of course, his name is Sean T.
1: I feel like I just always remember that name because my name is Sean
0: well, and yeah, his, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> and his name was Sean, but it was Sean with a U. And it was like, I never met a Sean with a U in person. So I always remembered P90X
0: and Sean T. It sounds like, like shoddy. Is what it says. <laughs>
1: <laughs> shoddy. Okay. Like I took a couple shoddies today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently now I don't know the new workouts and everything, but. We're dating ourselves here because P90X and Insanity was like back in like the early 2000s. Like that was like the original Beachbody. Mm-hmm. So body is like the main hub. And then think of like P90X is like extension. And then Insanity is like an extension. Like it, they have their all like workouts and like you have your favorites, you have your favorite instructors, like blah, blah, blah. So Beachbody really promotes themselves as becoming a member of a team, it's like, be your own boss babe, you know, like the iconic MLM, like boss babe mentality, own your own business, own your own time. But with them, it's not like being like a a CEO. It's more of like being a coach, like an instructor, like you're coaching your downline, if you guys remember that term. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're coaching your downline, how to promote the products, promote the workouts, promote recruitment, and how to get people to join Beachbody in their programs. One of the notes I have here is that Beachbody predominantly targets people who are lonely, looking for friendship, looking for community. Maybe you moved to a different town, you moved uh, to a different city, um, you're looking to make new friends and you see a Beachbody ad, and they're promoting to you to say, we're all inclusive, like come join us, we're a team, own your own business, you can coach others uh, to do the same. So it's almost like you're joining a community of people, joining a community of like-minded people, which is the typical MLM. It's just, this one is promoting you to uh, live a healthy lifestyle, but actually they're promoting you to be skinny, look fit, because what's their name, everybody? Beachbody. Like, yeah, <laughs> what do you think on the beach? Like, what's the movie? Slow motion running on the beach.
0: Oh, um. Good watch. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> like that's what I that's what I get when I think of beach body, like six-pack abs, you know, like girls with the toned bodies and like uh, bikinis and they're all like fitness instructors, beach body. That's clearly what they're implying when they're promoting their product. When in reality, it's like we can just fucking plop on a beach and be like we have a beach body, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like I am beach ready. <laughs> but clearly they're promoting like Men, six pack abs, girls, skinny, you know, like that's all they're promoting. They're not promoting like, honestly, I really support Planet Fitness because they support like anybody, any type, like you can come in here and work out and not feel judged. Beach body's promoting, like, you got to be skinny or you got to have six pack abs, or you're not accepted on the beach, you know. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, it's kind of fucked up, but
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, definitely. I remember it's so interesting that we all have like personal stories about these, but yeah, my. When I was working at a resort, my boss was doing beach body and mm-hmm. they had, like, a competition where you have to video yourself, and you get, have to get a bunch of people to exercise with you. Yes! And post it on the internet, and, mm-hmm. and she asked me to do it. I'm like, uh, hell no, I'm not doing squats for you to post on your Facebook, okay? <laughs> and... I remember her saying that the shakes, because they have shakes too.
1: <gasps> well, I'm getting to that
0: soon. Okay. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. so expensive. That's all I'll say. Just yes. when she was talking about it. I'm like, how can you afford that?
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, you reminded me of something. I actually looked up how much the shakes costs, but I didn't put in my Google Doc. But it's fucking expensive. Like you're saying,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not cheap. Like you can go to fucking Target and get the shakes really cheap, but beachbody.com the shakes are i can't even say this without gasping
0: <laughs> oh gosh
1: so the chocolate way shakeology shake drink is 129 dollars, and it's on a monthly subscription so you can't just buy it once you got to be like you know i'm sure you could cancel anytime if you forget about it you're paying 130 dollars, and it's coming automatically to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, and I'm it- sure they're banking on hoping that people forget.
1: <laughs> yeah. So a 30 serving bag is 130 dollars. Just imagine, like, I can't, I can't comprehend that. <laughs>
0: I It's like just go buy a salad and get on the treadmill at that point. It's cheaper and more effective. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. So let me get into the Shakeology. That's what they call it. That's their number one seller. It's their best seller. That's what all the coaches promote. That's what they're all posting in their Instagram stories. That's what they're all showing you on their Facebook posts. That's what they're all showing you on Twitter. They're showing you drinking these fucking shakes. And the shakes are promoted to being a meal replacement. Mm-hmm. So instead of eating lunch, drink a fucking beach body shake. It doesn't have, it's proven, there's been studies shown, showing it doesn't have the enough carbohydrates, it doesn't have enough proteins, it has way too much sugar in them. Yes. It's not proven to be enough to sustain a meal. And if you research and if you dig deep, there is beach body proof of them saying it is not actually a meal replacement you know, and that's how they market it. That's how the coaches were marketed. And that's how they get you into being like, oh, you don't need to eat your chicken and rice this Shakeology drink once a, once a day and you'll be fine.
0: I feel like that is such a pattern that we're seeing where they tell the coaches or the consultants or whatever to say these things. But then yeah. when it comes down to it, they're like, Oh, we didn't tell them to say that. They're not supposed to say that. That's not right. Yeah. But, but the consultants are like, you told us to say that it's like, they don't care or back up their people. people's right? time and time again with these.
1: And that's with every MLM boy. These shots going to be fucked up. (laughs) 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 But it's like with every MLM, it's like, it's not us. Like, it's not our product. It's not our fault. It's you. You're the problem. You're not working hard enough to sell our product. You're the problem. You're not the boss, babe. You think you are. Mm. And that's the fucking problem, a.k.a. Pyramid scheme. And that's why your asses are getting sued every other month. Because you're promoting your products in a way that's not portraying what they actually are.
0: Which is illegal. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. So, again, what Beachbody promotes is Shakeology. And they also have, like, all their, like... Hello Fresh, like, you know, like those kind of like meal delivery services that you can order. They also have those. They also have the, the workout programs. So they have a whole marketing system. And that's all these MLMs are is marketing. You go to college for marketing, great. Right, you can sell an MLM. Mm-hmm. But what else can you do? Can you do your own taxes? Probably not because you're focused on marketing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I sense a little venom in here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let me take a sip because I'm about to go on some more shit.
0: Oh, shit. I'm coming for Beachbody.
1: (laughs) So like any other MLM, okay, so take a shot for every time I say that. But (laughs) Beachbody is focused on their downlines because really, if you're in an MLM and you're at the top then you're one of the lucky ones. Mm-hmm. If you're on the top and you have a downline and you got people on the downline and further on the downline, then you're at the top and you don't really have to do much. If you're like a new newbie to Beachbody, there is a script you got to follow in order to even make anything of yourself. So it's a full-time job, even though they promote it as like, work on your own time, you can go to school full-time, or you can stay at home with the kids and you can do this on like your own time. Really, it's not like that.
0: If you actually wanna make money,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: you gotta I almost said bust a nut you gotta, <laughs> you gotta pound the pavement
1: <laughs> right like they promote it as like like invite people on your own time like get your your get your get work done on your own time but it's more of like recruit fucking 10 people a day or else you're not going to survive in this program and if you don't survive it's your fault you're not working hard mm-hmm. enough so their mentality is invite 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 get as many people on your downline Get as many people as you can to recruit and you'll see the commission coming through. So part of their script is you need to, number one, friend request five people every single day. I've watched numerous videos on Beachbody ex-employees and they say, yeah, recruiting five a day is not enough. You need to be recruiting at least like 15 to 20 a day in order to even keep up with the Beachbody program.
0: God, like I don't even know that many people. I'd run out in three days.
1: Right, which I'll get into like further in this, but, and it's the typical MLM scheme where you get a friend, a new person, and then you immediately message them and say, hi, babe, you look incredible, but you could look so much better. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's done online, but some of it you are required to do in person. So clearly you got to be going to the gym. You got to be scoping out people. Like you're at the gym, you're not working for yourself. You're working for Beachbody. You're working, you're scoping out the competition, you're trying to find people, you're targeting people, and then you approach them. you got to do this in person, like oh face to God. face. Pretty and much say, door to door. <laughs> like, right, like you look so great, but I work for Beachbody. Have you ever heard of this program? Like, you know, join this workout, join Sean T on his new Insanity workout program. <laughs> and it's all these like, you know, millennial, Gen Z focused programs. I forget the names of them, but they're like keyworded, like, uh, join us today for our new program look skinny at the beach and it's kind of things like that
0: if someone approached me at the gym is like hey uh you're you want to go to beach body you're not looking good enough you're not working hard like, <laughs> also as you know when i exercise i don't want anyone talking to me or looking at me right So I would be very pissed.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which that's why I honestly, I promote Planet Fitness. You know, it's cheap. Everyone makes fun of Planet Fitness, but it's like, you see people in there and it's like, yeah, they're fucking like hulks in there, like, you know, lifting the weights. But then like you see other people like day one, like just starting out. Like, I appreciate that. Like, good for you. Like you're starting, you're trying. And a lot of it is just like mentality based getting yourself in there is the hardest part Mm -hmm. you know it's not so much getting in there thinking everyone's looking at you it's more so like you know it's like getting yourself in the door that's the hardest part so a little promotion for planet fitness
0: (laughs) And sponsor us
1: (laughs) Yeah, i don't know how we got on this topic but let's get back into beach body um so beach body um back to what i was saying has different tiers so you could either uh, either love Beachbody's products, love their workouts. Like, honestly, like, you could just love their workout. You could finish a workout and be like, wow, this felt great, I love this workout. I love the instructor, and know, I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, good for you, great, whatever makes you, want to like move your body i guess i don't know but then there's different tiers to that so number one you could either be a discount coach so a discount coach is just basically like uh like almost like an affiliate like you put it like in your instagram bio or like you just <laughs> say hey guys like i love shakeology um if you want to buy it purchase it through my link i'll get a short like kickback i'll get a commission um whatever you know like you're not like recruiting people hardcore you're just like i love the product i'm sharing it with you and then second there's the hobby coach so it's not like you're like i love the product here's my link let me promote it a little bit make some a little extra cash um, but i'm not like a full-time job here i'm not I'm trying to get people to recruit I'm not trying to like make a full-time business out of this whole mm-hmm. situation thirdly you have the the boss babes the full-time mm-hmm. like shakeology is everything if you guys don't drink like shakeology if you guys eat chicken and rice like you're beneath me you need mm-hmm. to be eating these shakes full-time every single day you're recruiting over 50 people talking to new people every single day it's like your full-time babe, business. You're going to the conventions. You're going to the events. You're trying to recruit people every single day. So really, if you're in beach body, good for you. You're, you know, you're moving your body. You're looking great. But I'm telling you what, you might have the physical attributes there, but your mental attributes, you might need to see a therapist.
0: <laughs> That's so bold.
1: Oh, man, let me take another shot. But if you're an MLM, you might need to see a psychiatrist. <laughs>
0: because <laughs> it means you're sad and lonely <laughs> or you're That's naive me. and easily duped
1: <laughs> again going back to like what you're talking about earlier like we have so much information on mlms like there are so many podcasts out there there are so many youtube videos there's so many blogs like in this day and age if, if you are in an mlm seek help <laughs>
0: because <laughs> mm-hmm. you're ignoring yeah. the signs honestly
1: it's not good for yourself it's not good for your own mental health
0: everyone I've known that has done like Beach Body or those sort of things they're like so excited for like three weeks and then they quit and get out of it
1: yeah because I mean I feel like they really, really realize what like is actually going on here it's not about mm-hmm. working out or getting healthy or getting skinny it's about like selling the product that's yeah. all it is I it's an extreme right. sales role that nobody wants to be in and it's exhausting. You, like, burn yourself out. It's it's so appealing. And then the marketing is so amazing that it's, like, they don't care if you burn out because they can just get another person in here tomorrow, you
0: mm-hmm. know? One of their five friend requests. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? It's almost, like, at my old company, everybody was expendable. And even they said that about, the like, the CEO. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I understand the CEO is not expendable as much as I'm expendable. But in an yeah. MLM. You're extremely expendable, mm-hmm. you know?
0: I just want to make a comment about your company. How do they foster any goodwill if they're, like, everyone's expendable? Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Just got to say. And,
1: I mean, <laughs> honestly, I believe them because I was the branch manager and I left. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't try to keep me. They didn't want to, mm-hmm. like, keep me, like, in touch in case, like, I wanted to come back. I haven't heard from them. And mm-hmm. I was the I was the manager of a store and they didn't give a fuck, which... <laughs> honestly at that point i kind of respect so i'm like wow honestly like in your position like this is not your job to like take over my role but like you're gonna do it maybe you need to like get it together and like realize like this is never ending for you but like it's not the right mentality to have
0: right yeah
1: all right so i think i'm done with my beach body rant but okay i guess we're all set
0: yeah that was so fun i love ranting <laughs> <about moms. laughs>
1: all right well megan next time you're gonna have to get fucked up with me because it's a it's uh 12 30 and i'm Two shots in, one butt light in, and I'm fucked up.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. Maybe after I meet my uncle, I'll go to the liquor store and have myself. stuff time.
1: <laughs> oh, you're going to need it. Okay. But all right. So I don't think we can talk about MLMs for a little bit because this got me fired up. These last yeah. episodes. I don't know how much more of these MLMs I can talk about.
0: Oh, I'm sure there's plenty, but we'll definitely have to, to take a breather.
1: <laughs> and honestly, like y'all, like we only talked about the bare minimum of these MLMs. There are mm-hmm. so many out there. We only talked about, like, the ones that most people know about. Mm-hmm. But there's a new one being made right now as we speak, and they're trying to promote their products and put them in your face and say that you can work from home be your own boss. Don't fall for it. It's mm-hmm. a scam. Don't do it. Don't. Stop.
0: If it's too good to be true, it probably is.
1: <laughs> like, seriously, with anything that, it's great advice, Megan. And when it comes to an MLM, it's even better advice. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> But again, you guys, we thank you so much for being with us on another episode of Crime on Tap. We cannot thank you enough for your support on this episode and with our podcast in general. We thank the 10 of you who listen every week oh um, the majority of them being our friends and family <laughs>
0: <laughs> love you
1: <laughs> right. but be sure to follow us over on crime on Tap pod over on instagram we know we're slacking we mentioned it every week but we will get to it at some point <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah listen to us on spotify apple the other ones i was like <laughs> i gotta pull another one out nope i got nothing <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally, like every week we say the same thing. We still don't know the other ones.
0: <laughs> yeah. well, thank you so much. We appreciate it. You're just as important as the Spotify's. <laughs> right (laughs) and you know share like comment we love Mm -hmm. feedback
1: we love anything you guys give us at this point Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) but we are so happy to be here 21 episodes deep we are pushing on we are going to be editing this podcast ferociously this Mm -hmm. weekend to Mm -hmm. get it up for you guys monday so we really appreciate the support and we are going to be at you guys next week with another one so megan let's sign off Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next time Where, where crime, crime is always, is on, always on tap, tap.
0: <laughs> 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 he 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 he, he, he. <sighs> <laughs>